This episode of TGC Podcast is sponsored by Acts 29 with an invitation to their 2024 Next Conference happening April 15th through the 17th in Dallas, Texas. You don't want to miss this great lineup of speakers, including Sam Albury, Matt Chandler, Brian Loritz, John Piper, and more. The Next Conference will equip and encourage church planters and church leaders of all types for church ministry. To learn more and register for Next, visit acts29.com slash next. TGC podcast listeners will receive a special discount of $20 off registration prices by using the code TGC. Again, visit acts29.com slash next. That's acts29.com slash next. This episode of TGC Podcast is brought to you by Crossway. Navigating the Christian life in a secular world will inevitably stir questions in the lives of thoughtful believers. In Ask Pastor John, Tony Ranke summarizes and organizes 10 years of the most insightful and popular episodes of the Ask Pastor John podcast, allowing readers to quickly and systematically access Piper's insights on hundreds of topics, including Bible reading, dating, social media, mental health, and more. Pick up a copy of Ask Pastor John wherever books are sold or visit crossway.org slash plus to find out how you can get 30% off. This episode of the Gospel Coalition podcast is sponsored by the Christian Standard Bible, a translation faithful to the Bible's original languages without sacrificing clarity. With its optimal blend of accuracy and readability, the CSB is ideal for the church. Learn more at csbible.com. This is the Gospel Coalition podcast, where we seek to renew the contemporary church in the ancient gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Colin Hansen. Today's podcast is a roundtable discussion on misconceptions about evangelism with Becky Pippert, Gloria Furman, and Char Walker. There are a lot of ideas out there about evangelism, some helpful and true, some not so helpful and untrue. What are some misconceptions that you've heard about evangelism? Maybe some that you might have even believed at one point. Well, um, I've done evangelism training um, globally. And I think the thing, and the last seven years we were in the UK, my husband and I, and Europe doing ministry there, the most secular place on the planet. And then we did about eight years of traveling around the world. What amazed me it's the misconceptions were always the same. You would think there'd be a little variety, but it was universal. It was always the same. And one was, um, if, if they, on the personal level, uh, I, I don't have the gift. I'd always hear that, I'm sorry, I don't have the gift. And so obviously the correction is, we are called to be witnesses. It, you know, it, the, the command is not just to evangelists. You, you know, we're called to be witnesses. Another is, well, I, I wouldn't be able to answer, oh, yeah, the biggest one, and this is what I hear after every single conference globally, Becky, I'd really like to share the gospel, but I'm so inadequate. And I went, of course you're inadequate. That's the whole point, is that we've been created to be God-dependent not self-sufficient. And we have the power of the Holy Spirit that dwells within us. We have the power of the Word of God. We have the power of the love of Christ to reach out. And so we lean on what we don't have. We are inadequate. And I, 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 we need to celebrate it. I really think recognizing 
our inadequacy is the first step to really being effective in as a Christian, but effective in witness. So I'm inadequate. I don't have the gift. I won't be able to answer all their questions. And I go, I've never been able to answer everybody's question. They go, what do you say? If you don't know the answer, I go, that is a fantastic question. And I haven't a clue what the answer is, but I can't wait to find out. Once secrecy, we're honest, and, and that we're not trying to be somebody we're not. We're just being ourselves. And, but our faith isn't intimidated by a question we can't answer. It, it sets a very healthy tone. Now, that's on the personal level. The other thing I would say about misconceptions is that you say the word evangelism, and we'll just talk about the West now, particularly in a post-Christian West. You say the word evangelism, and they think you mean um, uh, memorizing uh, a formula that you impose on a victim. And so, of course, they don't want to do it, but that's not what evangelism is. It is, it is God's mission to God's world using God's people. And as we um, were not memorizing a technique, and look at Jesus, the way he related to people. He never gave the gospel the same way twice. The essence of the gospel is the same, but the way he interacted with people depended on where they were. Living water, the woman at the well. You've got to be born again to Nicodemus. So I, I think... Once people see that it's much more a lifestyle and that we have to follow Jesus' model, not a kind of mechanistic, memorized approach, that sets people free, I think. Yeah, I think um, similar to you, a common misconception I've heard is just, I don't know enough. And even kind of with that, that the work of evangelism maybe is for people in vocational ministry or um, pastors or, yeah, the professional Christians. Um, to which, you know, my response is often, I think of, I think it was Peter and John and Acts were proclaiming the gospel and the watching leaders were surprised. And it says, because they were uneducated and common men. And so I'm like, what the early, yeah, the early church and yeah. the gospel began to spread through uneducated and common men. Exactly. There is hope for us. Yeah. That makes me very happy. And exactly. You know, the seminary degrees and learning apologetics are great, and I think they have their place. To proclaim the gospel in a way that's clear and understandable, is those aren't necessary, exactly. So yeah. that is definitely a common one I hear. Another one you've also kind of touched on uh, is that it's evangelism in one sense is the event of sharing the gospel message with someone in terms of word proclamation. It seems like, especially in the States these days, I work with college students, it's also a process. So there are pre-evangelistic things you do in building relationships with people and learning them. What do they care about? What are their concerns? And for me, it's been almost like an art, like you were saying, of connecting. What does the gospel have to do with you? Like, how does it connect to your life story, your personal cares and your concerns? And also the bigger issue of sin and the ways you've seen it, like the ways they've seen it and the ways we see it in our world. So yeah, again, it's, I love what you said. It's not like just, it is the same message, but contextualized depending on our audience for sure. Sure. I just love what you're saying because when one of the things we do in training is we really look at Jesus and what you see as you watch the way that he interacted with people 
is you, you, and you're talking about pre-evangelism. He was just a master at what investigating who is this person I'm yeah. speaking to, and what did he do? He always asked fabulous questions, mm -hmm. and they all did. I mean, you can look, you know, uh, it, it, and God always asks questions. What did the God in the Old Testament do? Ask questions, tell stories, and uh, we think it is only just giving a sermon, you know. Um, so he investigated. Secondly, Jesus stimulated. He knew how to rouse curiosity. And when you see the way that he would get non-believers fascinated with what he was saying and wanting to know more, and then would relate the gospel, investigate, stimulate, relate, that is what we need to learn is how do we do this? Then when we get to relate the gospel, then exactly what you're saying, Char, too, how does the gospel, how can I help explain the gospel in a way that is uh, biblically faithful, yes. but culturally relevant Thank as well you. to them? So a lot of our misconceptions, it sounds like, could be addressed just by looking at what the Bible says exactly. about what evangelism actually is and looking to our Savior to see how it is that He did it. Yeah, so, that's right. Thanks for sharing. You've been listening to the Gospel Coalition podcast. For more gospel-centered resources, visit thegospelcoalition.org. Support for this podcast comes from listeners like you. Learn more and join us at tgc.org donate.